Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. Rich Orris here, and thanks for joining us today on Right at Home with Rich. You know, the first day of summer is coming up, June 21st. It's going to be here before you know it, and everyone's just itching to get their outdoor areas ready for spending lots of time outside, outdoors this summer. You're going to love it. Today, we can help you with all of your outdoor projects, your patios, your decks, Whether it's planning for something new or maintaining the existing, we have an outdoor information-packed hour ahead of us. I cannot wait. My On the Road with Rich segment today, you can hear my advice on a screen porch project. Um, This week's hack is how to stop a gutter dripping noise. That'll be interesting. You're going to want to stick around for all of that and more. And I thought we would kind of start today off with... You know, one of the most common questions that I get when I'm looking at the outdoor projects and basically, you know, patios versus decks, you know, should, should I get a concrete patio or am I better suited for a deck out off the back? You know, and, and of course, everyone always wants to know, can you put a roof over either, both? How do you do that? How do you enclose it? Can you screen and porch? You know, the difference in a, a three-season versus a screen and per- porch versus a four-season room. We, we get into all those things, you know, as we go around and look and, and visit all these different projects. And, you know, here kind of hanging out with me today is is my main man here, Todd Bachman. Um, and Todd, so do you have a, a deck or, or a patio on your house? I actually have a screened-in porch. Awesome. A really, uh, you know, nice screened-in porch. We love it. We get out there all the time with the kids. So, You know, I'm telling you, it is, there's so many people that I see and meet and deal with that You know, the screened-in porch is truly one of the most used rooms in the house, even though it's kind of seasonal. It's still, when it's good, I mean, everyone spends so much time out there, and we see a ton of these, you know, looking at that. And so everyone wants to know, like, you know, can I do that on a deck? You know, which is better? What's the cost difference? Things like that. And, you know, when we're looking at, like, a patio versus a deck off the back of the house, I mean, they're both pretty similar. They both kind of serve the same function, but they do have some, 
you know, different qualities and, and differences in them of, you know, what makes it work for you is one of the things that we're trying to figure out all of the time, you know, with our clients. So um, when we're looking at that, you know, one of the things that always comes into play is with a deck, you definitely have to consider, you know, building permits. You're, you're building onto the structure, you're attaching to the structure, um, even tearing down an old one to go back with a new one. There's a, a lot of formalities there with the municipality that you have to follow and the structures have changed. They've changed them over time, um, how they attach, how they hold up. Um, a lot in the framing of them and everything has changed over the past 20, 30 years or so. So it is a different animal building a deck, you know, today when patios, they sit on the ground. They're, they're on four inches of good, clean rock and, you know, they're good and they're sturdy and, they, and they're self-supporting. They don't hang off the house or nothing with the structure of the home. So you can, you know, do a uh, patio without, you know, building permits in most municipalities. Although I do warn people that, you know, in a lot of municipalities, there are like some green space rules and how much grass you have on your lot versus roof and patio and concrete and things like that. So you'll want to watch out for that, that you don't kind of overbuild what they would like you to have in green space to absorb water and all of that stuff. But the, the actual patio itself they don't have to come out and inspect or anything like that like you would a deck so that makes that just a little bit easier helps on the cost some of the times um, you know patios they say generally cost less but it does depend on what you're doing and what type of concrete and are you going to stamp it and you know all kind of things like that so you know there is a lot of differences there um, one of the things that I really like about the decks is you can build over uneven terrain and you can you can make them flush with the house to where it is easier to get in and out, you know, kind of aging in place and, you know, being able to get out to that screen porch. It, it is nice not to have steps and usually your concrete patios are going to have steps down to them. Or you really want to look at, well, similar to a deck, you know, how do you flash the house? Because if you get the concrete up there, you know, it's going to be over the actual wall of the home. So you want to make sure you're protecting that wall so you're not getting moisture leaking in. You know, raised concrete higher than the foundation of your house is a direct path for termites, um, I don't know how they know to find those spots. Um, I actually have you ever dealt dealt with termites on? I luckily have not. Yeah, very. Thankfully, luckily. my um, one yeah. of my neighbors. I was looking at their house, and um, they were across the street from where I used to live. And in their garage, there was the step to the door going mm -hmm. from the garage to the house, and. They went underneath the garage floor concrete and found that one step and came in on a, about a 36-inch wide step. Now, a two-car garage with a little bump out for storage, all this stuff, 
there's feet, 50, 60, 70 feet of wall, and they've picked three right. feet, you know, where they were hidden and couldn't be. Yeah, and it, boy, what a mess it caused. I, I kind of helped him fix some framing and stuff. And, of course, he got treated and all that. But so it is something you want to make sure you're, you got to pay attention to the house when you raise concrete up that high. Um, so the other thing with decks is, so that's nice, but then decks, you know, they have weight restrictions. Mm-hmm. If you want a hot tub, if you want, you know, things like that out there, the ground, you can get good concrete, kind of house your hot tub, all of that, a deck, you need to build it specially for some of the weight and the things you're going to do. Um, so there's definitely something in how you build that and planning, you know, for the future too. And, and, going through and talking about is that something you'll ever even think about maybe you get the piers and the framing in sooner and everything than later so that you can plan you know for the future and and this kind of brings me right into the to my on the road with rich segment because so last week i i met with some clients that were looking for a screen and porch and they had that same question it was like well i kind of talked to a couple people and you know, they wasn't sure should they build a deck or should they do concrete and, and they like the idea of a deck, you know, coming straight out so that they could get out there later in life and, and walk straight out to it and everything. And, you know, they had the same impressions. They were like, well, we were told a patio's gonna, you know, cost less um, than than building a deck. Um, and so as I'm looking and we're talking and we're looking at all this stuff, you know, I'm kind of offering up some advice with, with this deck. Cause I'm like, I like the decks. Um, but the issue they were having was they're so close to the ground that I don't even know. It'd be very tight to fit a deck. It would be right up against the ground. You know, they were probably only about 12 inches out of the, out of the dirt, you know, with their patio. So to flush out with the door puts that deck right against the dirt. And, you know, it just causes so many issues when you do that. Even if you use, you know, like a composite decking system, well, some composite decks, you really need to read into those warranties. And, and, and what do they, you know, what's their installation specs? And because a lot of them want air underneath that deck and they require them, you know, to, to warrant that product, they're going to want that deck two or three feet off the ground. So there's air circulation. Um, but even if you have one that will work, um, the undercarriage of the deck, you know, you've got all that treated lumber and everything, but it is so wet and moist. Even if you put some plastic, even if you put some rock, anything you do, it's going to be so moist, so dark, so wet underneath there that you can probably cut the life expectancy at least in half, maybe to a third on a deck frame. So I'm kind of like, well, what are your thoughts on how long you're going to be here? How long do you want this to last for you? You know, what are you looking to get out of this over time? So for them, you know, I was kind of went to, I would protect the house. 
I would do everything I need to the house and I would literally raise the concrete so that your steps from the concrete to the yard, you know, you can do like a turn down side, put your steps out there so you can have that concrete floor, handles the moisture, and you can also walk right out on, but you have to do the right work to that house and that wall behind the siding and, you know, put some protection and, and rubber flashing and stuff back there to keep that separation between that house and all that moisture because you'll get it and then you'll get the termites and you'll get, you know, all of that. And so even when doing that, a lot of times I would just recommend just go ahead and get some termite treatment, make sure, have it checked every year, really get into making sure you're looking into that because you've literally just invited them and gave them like a really good place to go. Um, so, you know, water, moisture, things like that are good reasons that the newer codes say you want to see eight inches of a foundation, you know, standing up out of the ground before your house and all this other stuff. But termites are another good reason because you'll see those trails, you'll know they're going there, you can get it taken care of and all of that. Um, so when you build up, it could just cause all kind of products and, and problems with it. And they were pretty surprised you know, kind of going, oh, wow, you know, no one else really spoke about what are some of the repercussions of the different ways of really doing that, you know, and how to do it. Yeah, it's the term I think I really would not have put a ton of thought into. I would have thought, okay, maybe a wood deck, you know, there could be termites there. But even with the, the concrete, the patio, I would have never really even thought of that. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yep. And, and so, and I was actually just at a client's house last week too, that, um, we, we've been doing work for, for, oh my gosh, a good 20 years. Um, probably the whole time I've been here at Mosby, I, I physically performed work while working in the field on their home 19, 20 years ago. Um, and they had a really low deck like that, that, um, was cedar and it was rotting away and probably, I'll bet it was 18 years ago or something. We we redid it and we put um, Ipe Brazilian mm -hmm. hardwood down, you know, because that stuff is not going to rot. I mean, it is solid as can be. I would say probably two, two maybe three years ago, probably after 15 years or so, we actually had repairs to do to the underside. Oh yeah, it was the 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 undercarriage had a couple areas starting to rot away. And get weak and we had to take some of the wood apart fix the underside put the wood back the the brazilian hardwoods as hard as a rock ready to go but the underside's fixed now we're like well 15 more years you know but it's so close to the ground there's just no other way around it that you know would have been nice for them to have a patio yeah instead of that when they started if they but, had a regular wood deck that would have been a whole new deck for them probably oh yeah, yeah. the the cedar was yep it was really going away quick you know you got to think about the underside of that mm -hmm. you know taking in the moisture even when you seal it you know you put the sealer on top yeah and it beads up on top but anything soaking in from underneath the sealer is actually holding it in there and not letting it out oh okay so unless you can try and seal all six sides of a board that's that close to the ground i don't know how else you can get around it right you know, it, it is it is just a, a, a problem with having wood, 
you know, even composites and all that that close to the ground. Something to think about and pay attention to. But, hey, Todd, I say let's take our first break here. And when we come back, we'll have that hack. We'll get that taken care of. And then we can get into some more of this wood versus composite decking and all of this and that in in all of these outdoor projects. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, guys, we are back. You heard the man time for Rich's right at home hack. And I got to tell you, I've had plenty of people ask about this. What can I do if you have a dripping sound in your downspout that's driving you crazy, you know, after rain stops and you get that drip and it's hitting that metal? I have a solution for you. We can eliminate the problem by tying a rope to one of your gutter hangers in the gutter, run that rope down into the downspout, right out to the bottom. Basically, the drops of water, it's going to work like a rain chain. It's The drops of water are going to cling to that rope instead of just plummeting down to the bottom and landing on that elbow and causing that loud metal dripping noise in your home. So 
I, I do got to kind of warn everybody, though, adding a rope can restrict the water flow. So this may not be the best option for everybody if yours are maybe undersized and prone to overflowing or if they clog a lot and you got to have them cleaned out a lot. It's going to it's gonna catch the, the twigs and the leaves and everything. And, and you want to make sure, too, if you're going to try this, get a synthetic, like a nylon rope, something that's not just going to be natural fibers and just kind of go away over time. But this will eliminate that loud dripping noise inside your downspout. So if you want to hear this hack or any of my hacks every week, you can find them all on Facebook. Just search for me, Rich Oris with Mosby attached to Facebook, and you can find all of them every single week. And getting back into, you know, these outdoor projects, um, and, and and I love that hack, Todd, because, well, it's an outdoor thing, and we're building roofs, and we're putting on gutters and stuff, and, you know, you get that downspout right by the headboard corner of the master right. bedroom or whatever. That's where <laughs> I always, and they hear it at night, drip, drip drives people, you know, absolutely crazy, but um, so... There's a lot of different types of products that, that we can use for, for outdoor projects. And, you know, another question that's real common is, you know, composite versus wood decks. You know, definitely there's a lot to play into it on where you at, where do you live, what's in your, your area for the different types of woods and, and all of that. But, you know, I definitely wanted to kind of run over some of the pros and cons, you know, of these products, um, just so people can really understand and think, you know, what are some of the things that go into this that you might not think about, especially when you're looking at, you know, purchasing something like that. Um, you're going in and you're looking at a composite deck and, and you're, you've got someone showing you all this stuff. You know, they might not always try and tell you some of the downsides. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to try and play that lightly and see if you ask or whatever. But so looking at composite decks, looking at the composite uh, boards for your decking, handrails, stuff like that. Um, it is true. There is less maintenance, quite a bit less maintenance. It doesn't go away completely. But, you know, um, but if you're looking for, you know, the natural wood look, it's kind of hard to get, but it does, you know, they do have some great varieties of colors. You can get them, you know, multicolored where it looks more like wood with different shades and everything. Um, and they don't have to be painted or stained or anything like that to, to, you know, match the home's exterior or anything. You can find some of those colors that go well with it and you never have to worry about that again. Um, Another great thing I love is that, you know, a lot of them are made with recycled materials. So, you know, a lot of the manufacturers are using recycled materials to make these synthetic decking boards. So it's environmentally friendly. It's really awesome. Um, the technology in these deck boards, you know, it's kind of like we talk about toilets all the time, how they evolved. And over the years, they changed the tanks and the government made them you know, use less water and they didn't change the bowl. And we had these issues for these times. Well, same thing kind of with composite decking. The technology is improving greatly. So, you know, a lot of manufacturers, they produce this decking. And it's like a hard plastic shell 
you know, bonded to the composite board. So it's really durable, locks everything in, and there's some really good, they, they fade less and stain less and scratch less. Um, so it just works out, you know, it's starting to really get better technology on how these boards work and last. Um, of course, the downside of some of these composite boards is, um, well, the, the first one and the main one we used to always talk about that we don't really get too much anymore is, you know, it's a pricey alternative to wood. Well, not really right now. Um, wood is pretty close to the price of, of a lot of this composite. So it's probably still somewhat less, but it's a lot closer. So it's made the decision going to composite easier for a lot of people because you just don't have to stretch as far to get there because of where everything is. Um, but, you know, the, the downfall to them is they're not natural. You know, no matter what you do, it's not going to really be a piece of wood. And if that's what you're after, you know, may consider like that Ipe, that hardwood, tiger wood, something like that if you really want a real natural wood look. Um, composite decks are not completely maintenance-free. Um, like wood decks, you're still going to have to sweep them off, clean them, get the leaves out, keep them clean between the boards where things collect and all of that, and wash them down. You're still going to get your, your mildew, that sort of stuff. If it's on the north side, things like that, that's still going to happen and grow and you really can't do too much about that. It's just a cleaning, you know, type of maintenance issue with them. Um, darker colors are going to get hotter in the sun. So, you know, wood decks can be a little cooler. You can do some lighter colors. They, they don't take in that heat quite like some of these dark composite deck boards do. So, they're not as comfortable to walk on barefoot or in your socks or stuff like that when it's super hot outside, dead of summer, all of that. And you'll want to really, you know, do your homework, comparison shop. I'm telling you, you know, read how they get installed, read what needs to happen with these and, and really check into them, you know, question the durability, all that stuff, because, there are, you know, it's that you get what you pay for type of thing. You you buy the cheapest composite board at a big box store, and it's just probably going to fade quicker and just not last as long. Um, another thing that you got to really work at with these composite decks is how you attach them. It takes way more fasteners. They warp and move more. Um, the framing takes a little bit more, like when framing stairs and things like that. The, the, all the framing needs to be a little bit closer together in order to to get the support that you need for the thinner composite board. And if you want it on an angle, you need to put your whole frame you know, a lot closer together with all the floor joists to be able to run those boards on an angle and everything and really get the look that you're looking for. So it can be more work and a little more labor and things involved in that. Um, and actually, so, you know, composite has the colors. It has less maintenance. It's environmentally friendly. Wood actually requires a little less material to use. You can get it in, in different lengths. So 
you know, a lot of composites, they're only going to sell lengths like minimum 12 foot, stuff like that. Well, if you're looking for something eight foot wide, you've got all this off fall and everything. Um, and, and with the wood, you'll get more of a natural look and feel and all of that out of that product that'll really, you know, just give it that natural thing. That's what a lot of people are really, really after is that natural environment. They want the real wood, and that's where the Tiger Woods and the EPAs and all that can really come into play. They still have maintenance. You need to oil them, get the luster back, all of that. But they're great, and they last, and they're not going to rot. And like I said, the one client I had, it's been there for, geez, at least 20 years, and we had to fix stuff underneath it. You know, and the floor and everything is still perfectly good. And on top of all of these things, so there's so many different designs that we can get into, so many different things that you can do and perform on these outdoor projects. <clears throat> you know, questions I get all the time are about the roof. Can we screen it in? Can we do all that? You can do all that with either, you know, a deck or a patio. Um, hey, Todd, so you were talking about one of my favorite screens. Can you kind of tell everybody about that project you visited with the the, the roll-down screens you were talking about? Yeah, so I was at a client's house the other day, and uh, we recently did this project where we put a uh, roof, uh, you know, kind of like a porch overhang uh, over this existing patio. And a couple things. One, it was like perfectly seamless with the rest of the house. We matched the siding like so perfect. You thought yeah. it always was there. That's awesome. Um, but really the, the really cool feature was it had retractable screens with it. So the screens can roll down and it can turn into a screen and porch. And, you know, when they wanted it to go back up, they just, you know, hit the button and that goes all the way back up. You can have, you know, one screen open, one screen down. You can have them halfway open. There's so much, like, versatility with it. I made a video with it. Uh, you'll probably be able to see it uh, on our uh, YouTube page and social media so you can get a look at it. But it, it was really cool. Yeah, that is so awesome. And, you know, also you can, um, with those screens, you could do a dual ro roller that does sunshade also. Oh, yeah. That is really, really effective and works really cool. I've got another one that we haven't started building yet, but we've designed it, and it's going to be kind of half permanent screens on each side, and then there's two sides towards the back, and then the back end that's all roll screens. So it can kind of open up to the pool and everything, and then, you know, close down if they want to, but they can have a big open area for when they're swimming and stuff like that. So you can mix and match all these items. So cool. And, you know, I did want to remind everybody, too, that, you know, if you're thinking about anything like this, if you're interested in anything like this, have us out, check it out, have the conversation. There's so much stuff we can do designing wise and figuring the whole thing out and having all the people to actually build it for you and do the whole project. It's a unique experience. You should talk to us about it for sure. Just give us a call 314-909-1800 or check us out online at callmosby.com. So I think let's jump into our final break here, and we'll have plenty more when we return right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, guys, we are back right at home with Rich. Rich Orris, your host here, and myself, Todd Bachman, we're just kind of bantering back and forth a little bit about all kinds of outdoor projects, everything for the outside of the house. You know, here at Mosby, we we do it all. We design it all. We've got the people and the staff and the project managers and, and everybody to not only figure it out and the architect to draw stuff up, but to do the building and everything through an entire project like that. And so, Todd, I thought maybe we could just touch on for a bit about, you know, just some of the cool items. Like you were just talking about those roll down screens, stuff like that. Um, There's so many different things that you could do on these outdoor projects from kitchens to fires and you know tables and fire tables and fireplaces um grilling entertaining all this stuff so you know i would just ask you what is some things that you you and your wife maybe wish you had like around your screened in porch or or things you think would be nice because there's so many different things you could do yeah so i love fires so definitely like a fire table or a fire pit like built in like I said in the other segment, I was at that client's house that had the roll-down screen porch. Uh, they also ran a gas line uh, out to the patio and put in a fire table. Um, you know, it's one that you could also do uh, with propane tanks, but they just yeah. didn't want to fool with that. They just ran the gas line out. They don't have to worry about switching out propane, and that's that's awesome because it's just a flick uh, of the switch, and it's right there. That's yeah, yeah. What I, would, I would love that. Um, any sort of kind of bar area. You know, to serve drinks, make drinks, yeah, things like that. Awesome, uh, yeah. You know, we luckily we, we have a pool out in our backyard too, so it would just fit in so well. Oh, uh, yeah. It'd be quite popular with friends and family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the fire, you know, fire is so awesome with you know outdoor areas, whether it's you know an actual fireplace where it's somewhere cozy, and you've got the kind of fireplace where. You know, if you want some screening, if you don't want everybody to see some stuff, a a good tall fireplace can really help with that. But like you said, some of these fire tables, you can just change the propane tank, change the table over years. You could do different things Um, all the way up to like I've done um, a couple custom fire pits Mm -hmm. um, where they're, you know, like that one, the gas lines run. It's all there. I've had them on remote control. Yeah. Um, I, I had one we did out in St. Charles that was so cool that we literally just ordered three gas log sets to custom make how the wood would go in the log sets. Oh, man. This big. I mean, it was it was big. It was long. Yeah. Um, it was really neat. When that thing was done and on and everything, it was such an awesome feature 
you know, to, to their backyard and everything, hanging out around the pool. You get that night where it's kind of getting breezy, sun's going down, man, you start this big fire. Everybody loves that. That's great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like the entertaining thing, grilling, drinks, you know, anywhere from – you can do simple things to anywhere from full-on outdoor kitchens – I mean, we can really create some some awesome areas and kind of make it your own and really design it for what you do and your own purpose. And, you know, we kind of do this um, inside and outside the home all the time. And, and when designing, you know, the main thing that, that people forget is kind of you got to think about this stuff from the inside and work your way out. You mm -hmm. know, how are the doors? How do you get in and out? Is there a step? Is there not? You know, things like that to all the way from the inside out. How does it connect? How does it work? But you can do some really simple, you know, bar stuff. Doesn't need a lot of stuff. You know, you can even do somewhere. It's just like coolers in that where yeah. they're built in and, you're just buying bags of ice. You don't even necessarily need electric and everything. Or you could go full on and have the wine fridge and the cooler fridge and, and all this kind of cool stuff, you know, outside. And they make all these things to, to be out there so so they're good and they should last pretty well. Um, technology. Man, you know, inside the home, technology has come such a long way with all the lights and the switches and all the stuff. Well, now outside, it's quite amazing the things that are happening. You know, speakers that look like rocks, and yeah. you know, you sound systems all the way around. Um, I'll never forget one of my clients. I actually had her on um, interviewing her a year or so ago um, from some of her projects, and we put in a Sonos system, and she's controlling it from her phone. And putting it out by the pool and do it so you can have it in the house, out the house, all this stuff. There's so many different systems and, and you know, technology like that for outdoor living spaces. It's quite amazing, you know, like the, the shades that come down can be on a remote control. I mean, it's all just so easy anymore. It can really give a homeowner command over you know, how they want to do it. When do you need the shades? When do you not, you know, control over the sun, control over the insects, all the stuff, you know, just great when you want it. TVs, outdoor TVs, oh, they are amazing. And they, they, the glare is not a big deal. They've got that figured out. They're built for the outdoors. So you can get TVs out there in your screen porch, by the pool, all this stuff. It's quite amazing all these different things, you know, that you can figure out and design, you know. And, and another thing I, I did want to remind people because we were talking earlier about, you know, um, how we design all this, how we do all this. If anybody's interested, you know, to give us a call, 314-909-1800. Um, you can check us out. You can see all the stuff online, callmosby.com. But what else I wanted to say was, you can kind of go there, too, for employment. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of employees, like me and you, right? Yeah. Um, we need everybody. We're looking for, like, some landscapers right now to, to do retaining wall blocks and different things like that. We house all this stuff inside. So we have electricians and plumbers and, you know, we have everybody on staff to do a lot of all these different trades 
We'd love a brick mason. If there's a brick mason out there, you know, they're all so busy because right now we're in a labor shortage. Yeah. You know, but if you're looking for a change, if you're not happy where you're at, if you're thinking, you know, you'd like to be somewhere that's quicker, smarter, effective, has happy clients, a lot of repeat business, you know, it just put together like a well-oiled piece of machinery, check us out, you know, get online, look us up, callmosby.com, come in, fill out an application, every single type of trade from project managing the jobs through building them, bathrooms, kitchens, inside, outside, we're looking for everybody. So don't forget that too, right? Um, Because we could always use good people right now in this crazy labor shortage thing that that we got going on. Um, So, you know, another thing I thought we could run over real quick here is, you know, some existing maintenance. Because, you know, a lot of people, maybe they're they're not doing new. Um, Maybe they've got a deck and just want to make sure that it's maintained well. And, you know, maybe they're unsure of, of what it takes and things like that. So I thought I'd kind of run over um, just a kind of an inspection plan. You know, what do you do for a deck? Cause it's off the ground. Like we said, it's limited by weight. You hear about these decks collapsing and you know, it happens all at once. It's not like you get this big warning. So it is good to inspect your deck at least every year and just look around. So starting with the materials, you know, just look at, Look at the deck. Look for splinting wood, decaying wood. Look for cracks and, you know, different stuff like that. Feel it for sponginess areas on the deck floor and everything. And just really look at that whole surface really, really good. But to do a really good inspection, you're definitely going to get underneath the deck. Look at the ledger board. See how it's attached to the house. See if it has the flashing coming out where you can see it because not all decks have that flashing, and that's when they're really kind of at risk. Um, Check the rails, the balusters, kind of move them around. Look at your support post. This is where it's good to get like a long-handle flathead screwdriver or an ice pick and really poke into some of this wood and see how far you can go into that post and things like that. You really want to check. And then when you're looking at all of the fasteners and everything, look for rust. That's the biggest thing is look for rust on the heads of the nails. If you see rust, the fasteners are wrong. The nails are wrong. You shouldn't see rust. You're going to want to get those changed out because that's how that stuff can cut loose and fail and, you know, everything else with it. Um, And another thing I thought I'd throw out there is, you know, some of the best, cleaners out there for cleaning your decks your composite stuff all of that there is some really great you know different cleaners out there there's one called wet and forget um, that really works on mold and mildew that is just a great thing to you put it down you kind of forget about it you spray it off later and it takes off all that north side mildew and all of that you know, from your deck floors, surfaces, things like that. It works on driveways and all of that too. So there's a whole list of a bunch of these different cleaners that work for the wood and that. So there's an oil and grease one called Oil Eater. Um, and that's a that's a really good one for, for your oils and things like that. If it got on your composite deck or if it got on your driveway, 
or anything like that. And then, of course, eco-friendly, simple green is just the best for being safe and eco-friendly and all of that. So, hey, Todd, we're just about out of time here. But, man, I had a blast. And, you know, hopefully we got some really good information out there for everybody. Thanks for coming on with me. No problem. Thanks, Richie. You're so knowledgeable as always. Oh, no, I, I appreciate it. And for everybody else out there, one last time, just call our office, 314-909-1800. For then, I'll talk to everybody else next week. Have a good week. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.